Hello and welcome in to our second episode of 90 Day Our Way. I'm one of the co-hosts, Jonathan Kelly. And I'm the other one, Lindsay Godwin. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing last names, so sorry. Oh, well, yeah, I just felt like it uh, needed to be said. It's fine. So, okay, we're back for episode two, like Jonathan said. Um, this one was a doozy. Felt like it was way better than episode two. This is episode three because we missed the first episode on the pod. But that's besides the point. I mean, who premieres a new season on Easter? But we won't get into that. Um, but anyway, yeah, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, so I thought overall it was uh, pretty good. Very interesting. A lot of twists and turns along the way and pretty much everyone's relationship. Um, Binyam and Ari made their uh, debut on this season. And... Uh, yeah, it was very uh, kept kept my mind racing the whole time with uh, all the different couples and all the the twists, the turns, the different cars, the sex talk, pretty much any anything and everything you could think of was uh, wrapped up in these uh, you know ninety ninety minutes or show or so of uh, Showtime. Yeah, I definitely think that it was a good episode of Ninety Day. Sorry, I'm adjusting myself. Um, I thought it was a good day of 90 day. Why do you shake your head like that? Um, we're obviously recording this together in our living room. Um, but I thought it had everything, like you said. So I'm definitely excited to talk about this episode. I know I was making a lot of commentary during it and you always tell me not to because we got to talk about it. So let's kick us off. Who are we starting with? Well, I think we gotta we gotta go back to the well here and kick it off with uh, Bilal and Shida. Bilal, did yeah. I say it right? Yeah, Bilal. All right, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> okay, so he starts this off with like, "I pulled this joke on Shida." Like, bro, it is not a fucking joke. Like, I don't understand what he doesn't get. Like, this isn't funny. Like, no one is laughing. I mean, I'm kind of laughing. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous, though. Like, why does he think that, like, deceiving her is a joke? I mean, I think what he was trying to do was to make sure she wasn't with him just for money purposes and, like, just mm-hmm. to come to the U.S. and live off of, you know, his money and everything. But I think the way he went about it with you know, going back to the house he grew up in and using the beat up van wasn't necessarily the right way to go about it, especially when she just gets off the plane and everything like that. It wasn't the right way to go about it. I understood what he was trying to do. It just wasn't the right way. Yeah. And I mean, but at the same time, like she's right, like he's in the islands like with his lv bag and like looking all yeah. bougie and in his suits and stuff so like no shit she would expect the same thing when she came to the states so but i will say i mean she ends up apologizing to him for the way that she acted and i think she is a way better person than he is um and really you know i think loves him and saw how she was acting and reflected back and you know, this is a person she wants to be with, regardless if he has money or not. Yeah, yeah. When she apologized, it definitely seems like she kind of took a turn for the better and really understood, you know, what the the situation was. I think her biggest concern 
which I totally understand is that her coming here, you know, she wants to make sure that he's able to provide because she's unable to work for a while while she's here. So I totally, you know, get it from, from that perspective. What I did find pretty funny is when she FaceTimes with her mom mm. and shows her the ceiling and Shadow's mom just says, that's America for you. It was, <laughs> just made me like crack up. Like it was just, it was just so funny. But uh, her mom did give her some sound advice mm-hmm. and did you know tell her that it was gonna be all right and everything was gonna get better. But I just found that, found that so so hilarious from her mom's perspective. Yeah, I mean, her mom was the real MVP of this episode. I would say, like, she was straight up like, hey. Like, yeah, he might have deceived you when he was down in your home, but you're there now. Like, make the best of it. Like, go on. You know, you obviously love each other, so keep being together. And, I mean, I I just loved everything that her mom had to say to her. Yeah, no, totally, totally agree. And then, um, you know, we we see that Bilal is then taking her, you know, to his actual house but is telling Shida that it's actually to have lunch with his mom. So they have a little, you know, banter back and forth about that. Shida's asking what happens if his mom doesn't like her and, you know, all those kinds of things. And so it was a little little interesting to see, you know, kind of that interaction. Um, and then when they finally do, you know, they, they get in the van they're driving she's noticing that the houses are getting much nicer much larger um and you know more of what she had expected and when they pull into the driveway and get out of the car and open the door he just says welcome to your to your new home i can't i mean okay before I start talking about like going to his house, I still can't get over that he wore the shirt that said "Be grateful," or yeah, I think it yeah. said "Be grateful." Like, yeah. give me a break! I saw this tweet yesterday that was like, his shirt should say like "Be honest" because he's not being honest at all. <laughs> so like, maybe he should take a page out of his own book. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I get he, he's continuing this joke with her. Ha ha. So funny. Um, but you know, they roll up to the house. Obviously it's a beautiful house, what she was expecting. Um, and when he surprises her, I mean, she seems pretty ecstatic that she doesn't need to live in that, um, that house that he originally brought her to, um, which I still can't believe that she thought he lived there. Like, (laughs) not even like why didn't she ask like where do the kids sleep or anything like that i just still can't believe it one picture of them next to the bed like that was it and it wasn't even in a frame i think no it was just like a picture just put it on the side the bedside table that was it i know i know but yeah so he like shows her around the house and then uh shows her the bedroom with all her gifts and her name and roses and then surprises her with her own yoga room which I think is pretty dope and very as she said like sentimental and means a lot to her um but I don't want her and I don't think she is like based off her interview but I don't want her to forget that like this is a pretty fucked up thing that he did to her on her first day in America yeah no I I definitely agree with that I think 
also she sees the photo on the wall of when she was when she had her yoga place back in Trinidad. So I think that, you know, showed her that he actually cares and he's really trying to, you know, make the make the best of of their situation in uh in America. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think she's just going to forget about what happened, but I think she's kind of putting it to the side for for the moment. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. But I, I'm still going to believe, and I think I said this last episode, that she's way too good for him right now. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of season left, so I'm sure we'll see, you know, how she interacts with his kids and all that fun stuff. But just the fact that these past two episodes were all about his joke is just... It blows my mind. Like, I'm over the storyline now. Like, let's bring on some more drama. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think we're we're definitely going to get it. So, but yeah, they, uh, very, very interesting uh, developments with, with Bilal and, and Chida. Um, but uh, let's, let's kick it over to, uh, to even Muhammad. Uh, it was great, you know, seeing Muhammad come to, the states and you know be so excited and so happy to be with to be with eve yeah sorry i was drinking water um yeah i definitely think that he i mean she loves him a lot and i think he does love her i actually don't mind him which not yet not yet exactly um but i do think they they truly love each other for now i mean I know last episode, I, I thought it was like a green card situation, but seeing that he, you know, saw the freedoms that he had in America and could give her PDA and he was actually doing it and not holding back, I think there is some love and he's very soft-spoken. So I think, you know, there's not going to be a lot of drama, I hope. Um, but something I wrote down is, you know, I think she really loves like giving her all and giving herself to people. Like, obviously, that's she feels very blessed to have a child that has special needs. And I feel like she is she thinks she's very blessed to take care of a man like Mohammed, who, you know, even says himself that like his mom has taken care of everything for him. So I think it'll be interesting, you know, once he gets acclimated in her life, how much she gives to everyone else. Like, I would like to see him give a little more, but I mean, we just met him. We really don't know anything about him. So, yeah. And like you said, I mean, he did, he also mentioned his perfect woman is somebody like his mother to prepare everything and to take care of him. So it makes sense that he would go for an older woman that can Mm -hmm. do that for him. 100%. And I agree with that. Um, The one thing that I couldn't believe is that she didn't get the bidet done. (laughs) um i get it's a big thing for i i mean it is though like i truly understand that like especially you know he is practicing and stuff like that um but i think that would be a fun like i wish she proposed it like them do it together so that he wasn't just like well you have to get it done like but i mean honestly there was like really no substance to their storyline this episode which i don't mind because i i really like them they're probably my favorite couple right now. Whoa. I know. I, I might bite my words, but I do like them. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so we also see Miona 
coming from Serbia to lovely Rapid City. Um, <laughs> Is that where they are? Oh, they are in yeah. Rapid City. Lovely Rapid City. Uh, debris, <laughs> as we saw at the end of the last episode, you know, rolls out the red carpet. Um, and then as they're getting into the truck, he gives Miona the pink cow <laughs> cowgirl boots and cowgirl hat. Um, it was just very... <laughs> Very funny to me when all he does is complain about money, but yet he's still giving her all these gifts. Well, um, you know, she's got to play the part of cowgirl if she's living in the middle of nowhere. So true, you very true. Gotta look good for the gram. <laughs> but um, something that I noticed right away with them is how much she does not look like the same person from their like intro card. Um, to the person that he picked up at the airport. Like, that is not, to me, that is not the same person. They're not the same race. Like, it's nothing. So, I'm, I just, I don't get them. I truly don't get them. They, they give me a lot of, like, clout vibes. Like, they knew that they could get the looks that they wanted from 90 Day. So, that's why they did the show. I could see that a little bit. I could definitely uh, see that. Um, but yeah, we we see them coming to Jabri's parents' house. Um, Miona mentions how she's pretty worried um, about meeting his parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like when they first got there, both of Jabri's parents were really, you know, inviting and liked Miona, especially his dad. His dad seems like the nicest person ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, super, super, like, res- respectful and and everything like that but um then they start having dinner and talking about how jibri and miona should cook at least once or twice a week and and different things to to go around in the house and i mean you should at least do that i mean you're 28 23 living there rent free Mm -hmm. like you might as well do something that was my first thought when jibri's mom was saying that like you're living there rent free like did you think you didn't have to contribute anything to the house like i that like blew my mind that he was getting all pissed off about it i get it was miona's first night but like there should be expectations when you're going when you're living in someone else's house. Yeah, you need some sort of lay of the land, some ground rules. Exactly. So, I mean, I really like Jabri- Jabri's parents. I think they keep it real. Um, His mom's a little tough. Yeah, but I like it. So, I think I think that's what he needs because obviously he beats to his own drum. So, you need someone that's kind of keeping you in line. Definitely, definitely. And then um, also they were asking Miona about like, you know, what she's going to do for money once she's allowed to work, when she's able to work and everything like that. So she mentions how she wants to start her own business with makeup. And I thought it was so, so like innocent and sweet how Jabri's dad is like making the makeup or doing makeup. (laughs) It was like such a sweet, like innocent older man question i was gonna say it, it was just, <laughs> it was such a, a dad question yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. so she uh she says how she you know wants to put the makeup on people's faces which you know she like Lindsay mentioned earlier i mean she transforms her mm-hmm. face from one day to the next so i mean she's really good at what she does so it's uh it's definitely going to be you know something that she she's able to do uh long term 100 percent. now i have a question for you all right does she remind you of 
anyone else we've watched on 90 day like like the across ever um i don't know you're gonna say it and i'm gonna be like yeah she does but nothing that i can like think all think of like right away okay so i wrote this down she reminds me a hundred percent of natalie from mike and natalie (laughs) i was going to say that but i didn't want to be like no like i can see that a hundred percent like natalie when she came to the states was like we're not living in the country. We're moving to Seattle. Yeah. Like, was very, like, this isn't the life for me. I'm about the city. Like, blah, blah, blah. And that is Miona to a T. So, I mean, Miona. Yeah, to live in Rapid City? Or Squim? You know what? I can't say I am. But <laughs> at the same time, if you love someone, like, you're going to go anywhere for them. So. Agreed. Yeah. Um. It'll be interesting to see. I hope she's not as annoying as Natalie was. <laughs> um, but I could tell she already is. So, but yeah, what are your thoughts on them? I don't know. I feel like it's it's like one of those like high risk, high reward type things. Like it could either go really, really good or really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, off the bat, I'm thinking really, really bad. uh i feel like he he doesn't have any money all she wants to do is move to la Mm -hmm. and like to keep it real like honey you're not a kardashian oh she thinks she is though like right off the bat it's not gonna happen so if you want to stay in rapid city for a year or two and then move there i think that makes much more sense i just think jabri thinks that way a little more and we even saw, like, at the end with the previews for the next episode, you know, he wants to get back to doing the music and being with David. So we'll we'll see how that interaction, if they can, you know, kind of resolve their issues there. Yeah, I, I'm interested. I thought the funniest part of their segments, though, was when he was like, yeah, we're staying for Christmas and then it's Easter. And I was like, bro, that's five months away from each other like i get what he was saying like there's there's holidays that you want to be with family and stuff and they want to save as much money as possible but like he acted like easter was like right around the corner (laughs) yeah and it's it's definitely not (laughs) exactly so i don't know i i i don't know how i feel about them like i get annoyed when they're on my tv but um for anyone that also watched the ultimatum, I feel like they should have been on that show instead. So, but and then in the previews, like he says, "Oh, are you giving me an ultimatum?" So it's just worlds colliding right now. <laughs> it all comes full circle. It does. It does. Um, but yeah, they're they're definitely an interesting couple to mm-hmm. to say the least. Um, and then also we get to Emily and Kobe. Uh, Kobe seems very excited to be here in the States with, with Emily and to meet his son, Coben. Um, I thought it was funny when they get off the, when he, you know, gets off the plane and they're walking outside and she asks him to drive and he's like, oh no, like, I'm afraid. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was just, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, like they get in the car, they start driving, um, Emily does tell him about her decision to not go straight straight home, um, which at first Kobe was not very receptive to. 
No, and I don't blame him. Um, I think it's fair. I think, you know, my first reaction was it's selfish. Like, why don't you take a vacation or take a day when you're back at home? Like, let him meet the kid. But I also understand her reasoning behind it. Like, two years is a long time. You're, you're brand new people, essentially. Like, you've lived through a global pandemic. Like, all this stuff. You both, you met each other in a different country than either of you were from. So, it's, you know, it's getting back to the Dating Basics 101. But I do believe that it could have happened at another time. Like... I think his most important thing was seeing Coben. Yeah, but as soon as he saw that lingerie, his mind went to that side of things. I don't know. I think he also, like... <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. A, a little bit. I mean, he's a guy. That's sure. how y'all's minds function. But not, not wrong. But I also think, you know, he, he wanted to make her happy. I, I think he did understand it at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. And he seems like a he seems like a really nice, genuine, genuine type of type of guy. Yeah, something that I wrote down was I love him. I think he's my favorite <laughs> so far in the series or the season. Um, he just I think keeps it real, and I think he he just like radiates like positivity, and I can feel that through the TV. So. Yeah, and one of the one of the things Emily said as well, which I, f- I found was hilarious, is that she's a born-again virgin. I mean, that, the only thing that's gone in or out of that vagine was Coben, so... Yeah, I mean, she's not, to- she's not totally lying. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so That I'm, was funny, though. It was, yeah, it was funny, but I'm interested to see what happens. I'm, I'm with the previews next week. I'm really excited for him to meet Coben. I'm probably going to cry, so it should be a good time. Yeah, and then you know they're they're having dinner, they're talking, discussing things. Um, Kobe notices that he's the only black guy. I had a feeling, like I mean, they're in Kansas. Yeah, they're in Kansas, like, like outside of Kansas City. Yeah. So, but I thought it was pretty funny as well, and I mean, it is uncomfortable, and like he said, I I've seen videos of like basketball players in China or even like you know, TikTokers or anything. And in China, I've heard it, it's really bad. Like either they completely look down upon you or they like take pictures of you like you're a celebrity because of the color of your skin, which is wild. Um, but, you know, it, it's something that I think is uncomfortable, especially a man from Africa who's, yeah. you know, not privy to the racism that we have in this country. He did see a black guy at the bar, though. He did. Okay, can I just say, one though? One other guy. Can I just say, though, when Emily was like, oh, I saw one other, I thought she was talking about the whole, like, city of Sal- Salina. <laughs> like, I didn't think I, I didn't think she was talking about the restaurant. I thought she was talking, like, oh, there's, a, like, one other black guy in Salina. And I was like, girl, what the fuck? But then I realized what they were talking about. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I mean he he was mentioning like how he wants a more diverse culture and everything, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't think he you know that's a bad thing by any by any means. No, exactly, and I think he's also thinking about Coben, and you know he Definitely. I'm sure he doesn't want his son to be the only mixed child or person of color in his school or growing up or anything like that. So, 
but I really hope they work out. They they're they're a good couple, I think. So, and I think you know they're the most real couple, especially because yeah. they have a kid. So, and then um they they talk a little bit about money or you know about how they're paying for rings and a wedding dress and a wedding, and <laughs> I thought it was hilarious when Kobe goes, "My money's a surprise," and I thought. Your money's a surprise. Well, you are an underwear model. Only fans? <laughs> I mean... I we wouldn't be surprised. We were in a pandemic for two years. Like I would not be surprised. I mean, there are plenty of 90-day people on OnlyFans now. So I'm sure if I look it up, he's probably on there. Hey, I mean, why, like, why not? Why not? Why not? I mean, sex work is work. So if you're making money from it, like, you do you. Yeah, no, I just... <laughs> I just thought it was funny how he was, like, so, like, sly and sneaky about it. I know. And I get <laughs> she's saying, like, she thinks it's his pride and everything. But when you were, like, OnlyFans, I was like, hell yeah. Like, I could totally <laughs> see it. I mean, what? Underwear model? Just instead of doing that, just post those same pictures on OnlyFans. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm, you know these 90-day fans would suck it up. So. In more ways than one. <laughs> um, all right. So... Our last couple of this episode is my personal favorite, just because Binyam is the man. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's be honest. So uh, Ari and Binyam, um, just very long history of, of these two. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy they're back because of Binyam. Of course. Uh, Binny's the best. But um, I don't know. I... I don't know how I feel about them being on this season. I mean, obviously, we saw it coming with uh, the other way, and he was going for his visa process and all that stuff. And then, obviously, with that tell-all, we saw him in New York. So, we knew – I mean, we knew that there was another season coming with that. It was coming. Exactly. But, um, essentially, it starts off that his visa is approved – I mean, they go through their backstory, but if you're 90-day loyalist like we are, you already knew it. Um, and it starts with him getting his approved visa to come to the United States. And, you know, she's pumped about it. I, I know she didn't even want to be back in Ethiopia. So, um, yeah. Yeah, she, she jokes a little bit about how she did all the paperwork for the K-1 visa, which – I mean, she probably did, but also, like, don't throw that in his face. Um, but they're they're moving to the U.S. in in just three days. Um, so they, they've they got a lot lot to do. Um, Ari, you know, Faith uh, does a Zoom call with, with her mom, Janice, who Janice is great. Uh, we love Janice. <laughs> Janice is... She keeps it real. She keeps it real. I'm obsessed with her. I think she's a great mom. Definitely. Um, I know on the call they were talking about like how she comes from like a Italian Jewish family and like they're always in each other's business and they are going to live in the same complex and stuff. But if you've watched 90 Day, you've seen how Janice interacts with Binyam or, you know, interacts with Ari and Binyam's problems and to me, that I I don't think she's overbearing at all. I think she's very understanding and seeing where both Ari and Binny are coming from, especially because Binny, you know, didn't grow up with parent or his parents weren't really in his life. That you know, I think she really loves him like a son. 
Definitely. And, and Janice will tell Arya when she's wrong and mm-hmm. will tell Binyam when he's wrong. Because at the end of the day, I think Janice wants what's best for the entire family, including Avi as well. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so they talk and then... Um, it turns out that Binyam didn't tell literally anyone that he was moving <laughs> to the United States. He was terrified, and I don't blame him. I mean, I don't blame him either, but you knew what happened at the end of the episode was going to happen because he didn't tell them. So, um, and... Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, like, explain what happened? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get into it a little bit. I mean, for, first off, um, you know, he tells he tells his two good friends that he's going to be going to the U.S. Um, his friends are a little worried. They've seen, you know, Binyam and Ari argue a lot over the last couple of years. So they're pretty concerned that Binyam's not really going to have any sort of a support system or friends once he does go to the U.S. It's kind of going to be like everybody on Binyam. Um, but Binyam also at the same time, you know, he doesn't want to lose his family again. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, he had a, he had a girl who... And they had a baby together and she left, went to the States and, you know, he hasn't been able to, to see, you know, his other child. So I think a lot of the times he kind of plays those, those flashbacks in his, in his mind and he doesn't want to fall into that same situation again, which I mean, I don't think anybody can really blame him for. Um, so he, you know, he, he thinks that situation, but, um, after he, you know, talks to them, they go to it's like a restaurant or a hall where they show his uh his music video and it's you know, his sisters come in like bats out of hell. They're just very rude, very cold. Very cold. Well, okay, before we get into his sisters, I wrote something down that I need to bring up. Uh so Benny is like recording music now right. and he sounds better than Jabri. Like, we're just going to put that out there. Whoa. What about Usman? Oh, Usman. Soja Boy. Soja Boy. What is it with 90 Day again, these artists? Well, I mean. you know why. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, his sisters come into the restaurant, and they're just the coldest people I've ever seen. I mean, his sister Mimi straight up is like, I'm not hugging anyone because of COVID. But she hugs Binyam. But she hugs Binyam. <laughs> And wish hugs Ari and Binyam. And none of them are wearing masks. So, like, I think, COVID. obviously, we've learned that you catch COVID through, like, respiratory, not through touching people. Um, <laughs> so, that that was just wild to me. And uh, just, obviously, they didn't want to be around Ari at all. No, they, they don't like her or respect her and don't think that she's good for Binyam. But, Which, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they're not wrong. But at the same time, like... Be supportive of your brother. Yeah, your brother, obviously, if he doesn't love her, he loves Avi. I mean, who wouldn't? He's so freaking cute. But, like, he loves his son. He wants to be with his son. He doesn't want a repeat of what happened. So, it's like, let him be. Let him live his life. Definitely, definitely. And I also think, like, they're blaming her for what his ex did to him. And it's like, right. yeah, like Ari did go to the States for a little bit and brought Avi and like said she wasn't coming back. But she old- she did come back. She did want to work the relationship out. But I think they're just like holding it against her because his ex was also a, a white female from America. Yeah, I-, I agree with that. 
Um, and then we see too that Binion plays the music video. Everyone's happy. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's having a good time. Um, and then after the videos, when it gets real. Yeah, I mean, like shit hits the fan quick. <laughs> yeah, he he, you know, sets everyone down. He tells them that he's obtained the American visa and he's leaving tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, you couldn't even give him like a 48 hour notice. And also, sorry, we apologize for the birds chirping in the background. Like it's 830 at night and they're chirping. But anyway, I can hear them. So that's why I said something. Um, Fair enough. But they, yeah, like, okay, yeah, the next day I'm going to America and I don't know when I'm coming back to Ethiopia. Like, peace out, fam. That's that's essentially what he did. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Binyam's sisters do not trust Ari and, you know, they're just afraid what's what's going to happen to Binyam. And at that point is when the full glass of wine gets just tossed in Ari's face, like right into the eyeballs. I just like, that is a full glass of wine. That's a $12 glass of wine right In there. America. So I don't even want to know what it is in Ethiopia and like. unfortunately that war stricken country where like things are bad there so like i don't even want to know what that cost him um but like now i understand the tell-all from uh 90 day the other way when wish and ari were like screaming at each other on video call and it's because of this because of the drama that when binyam left and i understand we're doing one season and not this season but like a little bit of that background would have been helpful um, because I think that tell-all, we were all like, what the fuck is going on with this? Um, but now it all makes sense to me. Yeah, it was just wild. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever... I've seen beers thrown on people. I've seen wine thrown on people. I don't think I've ever seen a full glass of wine just get doused in someone's eyeballs. Her eye, and she was like, they're on fire. I was like, yeah, no shit. It's <laughs> fucking pure alcohol in your eyes. Like, just, You got to just rinse that out for like an hour. Like, was, just clear it out. I just, I don't know. I mean, I don't think she deserved it. And I'm not a no. big fan of Ari at all, but I don't think she deserved it. It's not her fault that Binyam didn't have the balls to tell his family that he was going yeah, to America. Yeah, they were trying to blame her, mm-hmm. like, saying, oh, like, you're part of the family and stuff. And it's like, well, how can she feel like a part of the family when all you ever do is argue and bicker with her and tell her how she's all these bad things? Like, if I was her... And also, like, at the end of the day, it's his, like, immediate family that he should be the one telling his family. Like, yes, they're all family but it is his family first. And it doesn't seem like Ari's like picking up the phone and calling like his sisters no. <laughs> and being like, Hey, what's up? How is everyone? Like, so when would she have the time to tell them? Like, no. and yeah, it might be her decision to go to America, but at the same time, like she did, she had the baby in Ethiopia. She was in Ethiopia. Yep. Yeah. She came back for obvious surgery and stuff, but maybe it is time for them to go to America and, and try to figure something out and i mean hopefully they last i've seen on uh instagram like pictures of them and stuff so i their their family's cute but we'll see how it goes I'm, I'm interested to see how their lives are in america i just hope they don't play up this drama like janice and 
um, Dr. Ari Ariella, because I can't remember his name, unfortunately, um, <laughs> are like interjecting themselves in their lives. Because I, I just don't think like that's how it really is. So, yeah, for sure. And then we kind of end the episode with the producers asking Binyam's sisters about the you know relationship and where they see it going and <laughs> the sisters do not want them to make it together and give it a zero a zero percent chance of making it which i was just baffled by i i mean i i think they're just saying that because they're pissed but like at the end of the day like what we were just saying if your brother's happy like just be happy for him he has the family he always wanted like yeah, it's kind of replacements of, like, his first, but at least he, he has a son he loves. He has a woman that, like I said, if he doesn't love her, at least they have this beautiful child together. So, and I think, you know, her family obviously supports them, and I think it's it's helpful for Benny to do things that he wants to do, like the this music video and um, doing the MMA stuff and, and personal training and dancing. Like, I think she's her family and Ari's able to give him that opportunity that he might not have had for sure and one other thing that we we noticed throughout this episode with them is that Ari's plastic surgery has worn off and she looks much better she looks way better her teeth are still huge um yeah but she doesn't you know have the puffy face and the puffy lips anymore she yeah look, she looks much better she with... looks way better and i, I mean i, I never want to knock how a female look i mean besides miona like me this whole episode i'm like this bitch doesn't even look the same but um i mean ari obviously she she has um or had some mental health issues i think in the past and Obviously, you know, she had her plastic surgery, but she looks good. I hope she doesn't do anything else when she gets back to the States. Yeah, so they'll they'll be an interesting couple to to follow this season as as they always have been. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, we're only on episode three. There is a whole nother like twenty weeks to get through, so it should be interesting. But this episode we didn't have a Gara and uh guillermo guillermo i almost called him alejandro oh my god wow i know it's generalizing i know it's pretty fucked up of me um and then but they will be on the next episode from the previews um i don't know we'll see how that goes and then the new guy the new guy i don't even know his name no he just uh he's turning the location off on his phone at the bar though oh fuck if he is with a woman like gino and jasmine oh god we all know it's just about to be some drama for sure but yeah so that was that's kind of the the wrap-up of uh this week's episode any anything else lens you want to you want to add in um i don't think so i just i'm enjoying this so thank you for listening give us five stars i if that's still a thing i don't even know leave a comment leave a review um, yeah, would, all that good stuff. Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, give us some marketing. You know, share on your IG stories. Um, and I think that's it. Anything from you, John? No, just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening to our uh, second edition of this. Enjoy your week. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you.
Bye.